Welcome to Merit Stabling Path. Before we begin today's show, just a quick shout out to a great initiative. For all Bitcoiners in Asia, you should know that Bitcoin for India, which is a volunteer-led group of Indian Bitcoiners, is organizing Asia's largest Bitcoin-only conference on the 5th and 6th of November at Goa, India. Catch up with plebs from all around the world, be part of the conversation, join in on the various workshops, all while being surrounded by lush green forests and picturesque beaches. For more details, visit www.bitcoinforindia.org slash conference. That's Bitcoin for India as in B-I-T-C-O-I-N, the number 4, I-N-D-I-A dot O-R-G slash conference. Hope to see you there. And now, let's get back to the show. Hey, Brando. Hey, Hats. Thanks for joining in, man. Uh, Thanks for making the time, firstly. Happy to, man. Nice to meet you. Let's just dive straight into it. Like, you know, uh, how about you give my audience like a brief background about yourselves? Anyone can take this one. Well, you want Bitcoin background or just general background? Just a general background. As, yeah. And then you could dive into the Bitcoin stuff. You want to go? You go. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, I was born uh, <laughs> as Brendan. <laughs> Well, Br- Brendo, but you know, it's not, you, you can't really dox Brendo because there's no other alternative yes. other than Brendan. Um, yeah, so basically, I've, I've grown up in pretty much the town that we're in now. Managed, like, you know, moved as you do when you finish high school, you you leave the nest and go and kind of, oh, can, can you swear on this pod or not? Yeah, of course. Go, go for it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Just, thanks, just, man, because he was just going to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, basically, you, you know, you finish school, you fuck around. Um, you, you, like, I moved to Sydney. We were down there for probably seven or eight years, just like, you know, share housing and just working yep. and partying and all that kind of stuff. Um, but Port, where I live, is a beautiful spot. So, you know, managed to meet my wife, moved back, moved to a little sort of village area um, just sort of south of Port and... Raising a family, it's kind of, I'm not religious, but I'd call it God's country. Nice, uh, nice spot. Yeah, it is a nice spot. Um, and yeah, Hats is here too. Is that your dad? Uh, I don't know. Is that my, I guess so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, what, what was it? I'm Scottish. Yeah. Um, I've lived in Australia for 10 years. And I used to be a pub, well, work-wise, I was a public procurement guy for the Scottish government, mm-hmm. or a contractor mostly for the Scottish government. And um, moved, yeah, as I say, moved here about 10 years ago um, with um, my family, and, and Brendo and I are now neighbours. Um, I was the first one into Bitcoin, and I've dragged him kicking and screaming, and now he's doing it all by himself. And how come you get the nickname Hats? Uh, so it comes from... I, well, firstly, I do love my hats, but yep. um, the um, it comes from Odell. So you know when he's ah, the humble. Okay. So I, I had I used to be on Twitter as just my own name. I like I used Twitter just as I used to before, um, and um, and then I went. Oh, I don't really want to do that. I want to be more um, private. So I wanted to change the name 
and it comes from the Stay Humble Stack Sats, and I stay humble stack hats. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's nice. Where the name comes from. Yeah, I try to stay humble stack hats. I don't. I don't always stay humble. Are you going to ask me about how how I got Brenda? Or? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I'll skip that one. <laughs> yeah, but but on that note, like, what made you go like from as you said, you were using your your own name and then you went private. So like, what what made that shift like? Um. So, um, Bitcoin wise, mate, I've been I've been in since about late fifteen, um, but not really as a, and but only really a really properly understanding from sort of really late seventeen, early eighteen, and then it's just been a journey since then. But um, but of the people, so I I didn't I didn't I didn't even tweet for a long long time. I just sort of watched YouTube videos and and um, and then eventually I didn't even like Twitter to be honest. And then eventually I went, oh, everybody's on Twitter. I'll join. Mm-hmm. And I just read for a long time. I was just a lurker. And then, but two of the two of the posters that um, I kind of really respected were Gigi and Matt O'Dell. Yep. Um, both of whom, well, Gigi is still um, very much anonymous. Um, yes. And although he's, I think, decides, you know, he puts himself out there with people he chooses to. Mm. So that's kind of... That's, but, that's, but never online, I'm guessing. Not, on, yeah, well, yeah. I, well, not that I've seen anyway. Yep. Um, but then... And then, but I did listen to a podcast with Odell, maybe with Marty. I can't remember at some point where they discussed all of this. And he went through a big, um, you know, because he's a hugely privacy focused guy. Um, but he went through a sort of dilemma himself, thinking that I can help, but by helping, I'm going to have to come out a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And he really, really uh, struggled with whether he should or not. I don't want to make that bigger than it is, but that's how it came across to me. Um, so I really was just like, well, if these two guys who I respect other opinions think that, then I'm going to do that to begin with and then hopefully control. I mean, I think it's, as we've probably said um, on a pod before, it's probably going to be, like if somebody wanted to find out who I was, I think it's probably, I think they could. Mm-hmm. Um, but but just generally, I just liked it. And, and also, I, I like, I don't like it. I like the idea of people's ideas being what people like or dislike. Like, mm. rather than my face or my name or my background right. um so i'd like it to be a, a battle of ideas and then and then it makes me kind of i'm just irrelevant i'm just a guy i'm just a guy with ideas just another guy with ideas um yeah, yeah. and they could be right or wrong but it's not going to be um yeah that's probably that's probably about it because mm. uh just recently i went to the local melbourne bitcoin meetup and then i was chatting to some of the guys around there as well uh i mean you you guys must be familiar with uh parman so was, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was chatting with him about it as well, and like, and get. So yeah, he had a a different thought as well. Like he's like, if we get doxxed and like people know that we have Bitcoiners, and like, or for some reason, like for someone like yourself, like who's been a Bitcoiner for all this while, so someone would assume that you must be holding on heaps of Bitcoin, uh, or, or yeah. <laughs> no, but, so, okay. So so he's so his fear is that maybe there is a mob that would come hold a gun to his head and ask you ask him to reveal all of that sort of stuff down the line like in the future when bitcoin starts like i mean to where we are yep. headed so yeah i mean it's a perfect perfectly valid um idea and that, that doesn't mean it doesn't actually have to be somebody with um a ton of uh, what we i don't know what you consider to be a lot of bitcoin but um like anybody who has one bitcoin half a bitcoin quarter of a bitcoin mm-hmm. um, uh, or you know lower if you want to go they're going to be very well in my opinion they're going to be very wealthy in the future so it's not just guys on a hundred bitcoins that need to concern themselves with this um or you know more it's um yes yeah, it's, it's kind of everybody so i mean i, I um I, 
I see a, a one sat as one dollar. That's how I see it in my head. Yeah, that, that frame that frames my thinking. I appreciate it. it's a long way from that just now. But if you think about it like that, mm-hmm. then MD with you know MD with a million sats mm, um, right. is a millionaire, and that's yep. how I think about yep. it. So everybody's a target. Um, right, but obviously, right. yes, if you put yourself out there, you're more of a tar- potential mm. a target. So so what is that, though? Because, like, like, people, let's say, you know, your standard millionaire in fiat land isn't mm-hmm. super privacy conscious. Are they just trusting the third-party protection that they think they have? You know, like, there's nothing stopping somebody going up to, you know, hats a millionaire, fiat mm. millionaire, yep. with a gun and saying, take me to your ATM or you know what I mean? Like so, no, there so, but you don't go around telling people how much money is in your money. I say money, but fiat is in your bank account. Do you? But you don't mm. say that with Bitcoin either. No, but have you never had this experience with? Sorry, sorry, man. We're just going to argue on your part. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, like, have you ever had the experience where somebody says to you, you, you try and introduce them to Bitcoin, and they say, oh, oh, you got Bitcoin? How much Bitcoin do you have? Yeah, right. my, every time, every, just about every time. That's what they say. Yes. Right? If, they, yes. if they're not a Bitcoiner, that's what they'll ask you. And my stock standard response now has just become, uh, you know, not enough, but more than you. Mm. you know, because <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm going to take that. <laughs> and then I'll say, well, how much money have you got in the bank? Mm. And then mm. they're, they're immediately, they're offended by that question. And then I'm like, well, that's the, the offense you just felt was the offense that I just felt. Mm. So yep. let's just move forward, can we? So <laughs> nice. yeah, don't talk yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was just like, I was just chatting with my girlfriend and she, she was telling me the same because yeah, I sometimes tend to reveal more than I should. And she's like, now nah, we're soon going to be going back home. That's going back to India. And she's like, when people are going to ask you, like, regarding all of this, and, and she she herself is, uh, like, is a Bitcoin, I could say, yeah. So she's like, I mean, I don't care what you say about yourself, but don't say anything about me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's smart, yeah. right? I mean, that's yeah. just... That's, well, that's just her controlling her own privacy. Yes. So, sorry, can yes. I ask, you have a girlfriend that is a Bitcoiner? Uh Sort of, yeah. I mean, she gets the whole point. I mean, it would go back to like to my own journey with crypto, and then how I got and got into Bitcoin, and like, yeah, yeah. So she's pretty much been doing like similar uh, similar research and like investing as like what I've been doing since the past five years. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'm jealous. Is that <laughs> that's not is that not how is that how you met or have you known each other for a long time? Oh no, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah, so we've known each other for close to uh, she shouted me uh close to yeah sorry don't don't no 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 it's it's all right uh, if you, i mean like we're pretty i mean pe- the people who know us they know everything like we've been together for over 10 plus years mm-hmm. yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah and you've yeah. got that that's really cool though that you've gone through the sort of bitcoin or you know even if it's the crypto shit going yes yes together. that's i mean yeah. it's taken I, i'm married and it's taken uh, a long time mm. I mean, my wife is is a bitcoiner now and but she's not not on the same does doesn't care like I care but um yep but, no um, one no one's on your level man <laughs> um, but um but she uh yeah and it's become because it can be a real sticking point in a relationship as well yes when, you, when people don't have the same even forget Bitcoin if you have two very different approaches to money you know one one of you mm. is a spender and one of you is a saver mm. um, that can that that can be a huge thing for couples I remember meeting a couple when they're going to a couple's wedding. And they didn't know how much each other earned, and they didn't know how much money they had in the bank. Uh, and they had no idea about each other's finances. Yep. And I'm like, wow, that's quite a commitment to get married to a person that you've just not that they, they need to be rich, just that you know you need to have some idea of what kind of lifestyle you want to have. Right, yeah, right, 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 right. Yep, yep. Um, so if you if you match on that, that's a bonus, a big bonus, I, I think. I, yeah, I mean, but for me and my partner, it's like 
the opposite like cause i'm more of a she calls me a stingy cunt but yeah so i'm more, more yeah, i'm yeah, scottish I'm, che- I'm scottish welcome to, welcome to my world <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she's more of a spender like yeah yeah but that yeah, okay. i feel like that uh, like gives us a good balance of how we manage our finances then <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i call it frugal i don't like stingy it's frugal it's frugal sensible. yeah they're not yes. a tight ass you know like tight no, ass because tight ass no, yes no, you'll never you go you go to a bar in scotland and oh, apart from the odd guy everybody buy you a drink yeah and so that's uh, the guy who doesn't buy you a drink in the bar he's a tight arse yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. the guy you know the guy who's always like oh you know i'm not good with that guy who will never pay you back but then you've got your other friends who you go you'll buy drinks for all night yeah because you know one day you know it'll yeah. all even out right yeah so yeah. i don't find i don't generally i don't find scottish people to be tight arses but i do they are definitely frugal that's 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 cultural definitely that's good yeah um, I'm actually amazed, mate, that you've had a girlfriend for ten years and you're That's not harsh. No, <laughs> and you're not married. Ah. My, like my wife would have left me. I think we got to six years and she was threatening to leave me unless I put a ring on it. Ah, and there was that point where, like, yeah, my girlfriend was forcing me to get married, and then soon after that, there was like something in my family that happened, and then I ended up coming here to study. And then soon she joined. A year later, she joined me, and now both of us are got student debt. So, so like mm. getting married is out. Like, yeah. So both of us want to get done with that before we even think about like you know a wedding or anything like that. So yeah. Um, are you sorry? Did you say before that you're you're you were born in India? Yes. You live in Melbourne. So yes. Are you? And but you're. Did you say you're going home? You're going home to live or just? Oh, just for a holiday. Just oh, right, okay. yeah, for, yeah. It's been like. Four years now, three years now that I've not gone back. We've, yeah, I've not gone back. Yes. And just as a side note, uh, he's interviewing us. I know, but I just was. Less, I yeah, just that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you can ask me questions. Yeah, I always say like, I mean, it, like I like to look at podcasts, not more like an interview, but like a general conversation, and anyone can shoot questions throughout. Yeah, yeah, good. Cool. Yeah. They're 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 fun anyway. They're, they're fun anyways. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But but let's get back to the Bitcoin journey. Like. I I have heard your stories before, but like I have just for the audience, uh, how did yeah you get into Bitcoin? Like anyone can take this again. Okay, well I'll go first because it makes more sense um, mm. time wise. Um, so yeah, I was a late. So well, where does it? Um, I've always been interested in sort of alternative investments. Let's put it that way, and I kind of quite like high risk, not necessarily high value, but I like high risk. Mm. Um, so a gambler. Yeah, so, no, I'm not, not, no, not no, at all. No. Uh, well, I don't. I don't see it as gambling. I mm. appreciate that. investing and gambling. I think are two very different things. But I do understand that when you're investing in high risk, you could mm. lose. I'm happy with the loss. Well, not happy with the loss, but I, ex- I expect the loss. Mm. Um, I just hope to win more than I lose. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I, so in about 2015, I had found this little um, online um, online advertising company, let's say, um, who are still around. Who's still around today? But they were taking investments only in Bitcoin and other crypto. I think maybe they took some, maybe they took fee as well. But I think it was most. I think back then it was Bitcoin and other crypto. And I'd obviously heard about Bitcoin, and but I didn't really know what it was. So first, I had to go work out how to, well, what it, well, kind of work out sort of what it was, how to buy it, where to buy it, and then how to send it. So mm. that's what I did. I worked, yeah. I worked out, I worked out that, and I sent it to them. Um, and then. But obviously, so that's like, yeah, that's kind of like using Bitcoin as a currency. Yep. Then I wasn't, mm. I wasn't at all thinking of it as a store of value. But I probably, maybe I had a, maybe what happened was I had a little bit left over or something. 
in the account, and then because you've then got some, you sort of pay attention to the value of it. Yeah. And then you spro- I probably watch the value go up and uh, up and down, I guess. But then, yeah, you just become more and more interested. And so over time, that sort of investment side of things became not so relevant, but I just started paying attention to Bitcoin, um, YouTube really, mostly. Um, and then, and then, yeah, and then, so watch my Bitcoin wealth rise significantly in 20, what was it, 17? And then, uh, and then fall significantly in 2018. <laughs> and then at that point, uh, I said this to you before, but like at that point, you sort of either, you either give it up or you double down and you try and learn right. what you're, yes. what you're involved in. And I'm quite a stubborn guy. So I wanted to prove that I wasn't an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I then went and started learning. And, and back then it would have been like Andreas videos or Citizen yeah. Bitcoin or all these kind of things that were very early on Thomas Hunt um, uh, on the crypto show or whatever it was called. Um, Ran, Ran was his name? Crypto Man Ran. Oh, and, oh my God. I've, I've been through a lot of, um, I've kissed a lot of frogs, let's just say that. <laughs> um, but, um, but then the, just the content has just got better and better and better yes. and better. Yep. So that, and then, then comes Brendo. Yeah, so my, I guess my thing was, um, which again, which I've said before, but but I was kind of a bit of a nerdy guy. Not a nerdy guy, like socially I'm, I was fine, but yep. I love, <laughs> I love um, I've always loved tinkering with computers and, you know, tech and all that kind of stuff as a kid even and um, just playing around. So I, back then, like in hindsight, I think I was absolutely primed for um, – Bitcoin and the whole um, cypherpunk kind of yep. ideal, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, f- for me, it was like I'd, I'd heard about Bitcoin over the years from probably 20, uh, 10, 2011. I like just heard about it. Yes. And just, and, and enough to go, oh, okay, what, how does that work? But, but not enough to actually look into it at all. Um, and then, and then when I kind of, ended up meeting hats and hanging out and stuff because we've got daughters in the mm-hmm. same grade and live in the same area, obviously. So, um, yeah, I suppose I was primed a little bit f- for exploring that conversation more than maybe others that hats had kind of talked to. Um, and then he was like a dog with a bone. <laughs> I think once he, once he got a sniff, um, yeah, well, and then, I, no, sorry, just, but I really, at that point, I, other than online, and I wasn't contributing either at that point, mm. I don't think, so it was really just, um, you know, I've been sitting there watching stuff for like three years, and yeah. finally somebody pitched you with an interest, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so he got a, he got a massive boner in front of me, and I was like, <laughs> whoa, settle down, man, like, we can talk about this, but I'm, I don't swing that way. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, but that's pretty much, pretty much how it started for me, so, and it literally was... <laughs> Um, I think it was probably a message to to Hats just to say, look, we've talked about this. Um, can you can we talk more about it, or can you kind of like what's the deal? Right. Um, and he took me for lunch. Was it lunch or no? It was breakfast. We went, anyway, I went to a cafe, had brekkie, and he and he sat me down and, and oh, yeah. yeah started at the start saying, what do you think money is and mm. seashells and you know all that all those analogies and right, just, right, right. I'd never ever thought about before. Yes, and and that was. I guess really the start, the start for me, you know. So I mean, yep. and when I when I first started, I, I was keen to invest in shares and all that kind of stuff, mm. which I'd always thought I wanted to do. And for whatever reason, I had a bit of cash, and <clears throat> I made the mistake of dabbling in the stock market, and yep. and that was a nightmare, and and just uh, yeah, a pure mistake. If I put yep. it all into Bitcoin, I'd be in a much better position. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, so, so hats is kind of, I don't know, we've just, we've never looked back. Yeah, it's nice. Very, it's very patronizing if you come to somebody and say, it's really hard to sit somebody down and say, do you, like, what, do you know what money is? Like, oh, no, just, <laughs> they look at you it never really felt like that. You were actually really good at, at approaching it and also mm. when I was telling you about because I, I for when I started off I bought a hundred bucks of XRP and a hundred bucks of it I just gonna ask you that yeah like how come you didn't like yeah go on that route as well yeah, yeah yeah so so I did that but I think I considered that as part of just investing so when I did stock market as well I'm like oh well I'll put some in and see what happens mm. and that was so for me I started in February 2020 I think I put the hundred bucks uh, of both in around Oh, probably March. Mm, yeah, yeah. I don't know, about, about the same time. Anyway, and I think by April, I'd, I'd sold it and put it all into Bitcoin. So, yep. Well, super quick. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. I was just convinced. Yes. Yeah, cl- I claim to fame I've never owned any Ethereum. Never, wow. never, ever, ever. I did, I did own some Litecoin. Okay. Because I, yeah. because initially there was the, um, and I was like, I, I pirated these lines. It's embarrassing now, but like, um, it's the silver to Bitcoin's gold. Mm. It's, mm. it's, it's, the, yep. it's the, the, the technology behind, it's not Bitcoin, it's the technology behind <laughs> Bitcoin. And oh, I, right, I used right, to right. say these things. It's quite embarrassing to look back on now, but it's what it, it was just my learning process. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I think one of the, uh, the devs from Litecoin had pushed forward the Segwit, right? Like, I'm not sure if that's correct. The oh, the Charlie? Charlie? Shaolin. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I, no, I don't know. I, I, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. think so. I, I, I may be wrong. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. I just, I just didn't get the value prop of mm. anything. I just, I just, uh, yeah. I need to sort. I, I need to feel at least like I under. Even if I don't understand, at least I need to feel like I understand before I. Yep. I won't just take. A, I just won't take a punt on something if I don't at least think I. I get it. Yeah. Um. You were and, actually, and I could be wrong, but like at least I think I get it. You're actually really. Um. I, I keep pissing in your pocket. I did it yeah. last time. That's anyway, good. I don't know. I shouldn't. Um. <laughs> look at the ego on him. Um. You're really diplomatic too about me wanting to do stocks or shares and wanting to do. Hmm. XRP or whatever. I mean, I could tell that you were like, if it was me, I'd just do this. You know what I mean? Like you were like, yep, yep. Oh, it's just Bitcoin, but that's your journey. And, yep, and, yep. I, and I honestly, I, I appreciate that. Mm. Like, because if you were like super toxic from the outset, I would have been like, I'm like nah, this dude, but fuck right. me, I'm out. Like, I don't yep, want this. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. So you let me kind of, not fail necessarily, but, but you let me. Put the ball back in your court side of it. Yeah, it has to be the other person's. I mean, mm. I'm probably I'm probably quite toxic on Twitter. I'm probably. probably, I'm no, probably fucking, no, probably. I'm probably it. getting worse. <laughs> no, no, you're, but, you're but right. in real life, and I find this with the vast majority of Bitcoiners I've met, and it isn't so many, but, you know, now with the podcast now, it's got a few. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they may come, and most of them, most of them are pretty toxic on Twitter. And then you meet them on a call or you meet them uh, yes. at a bush back and they're lovely. You know, they're really nice people and yeah. they're just normal people who who are desperate to help generally. Yes. Um, yes. Almost, with, I, mean, mm. yeah, I mean, without fail really. So, um, because they're just so keen to, for other people to be interested. Um, so the, I think the toxic thing on Twitter is one thing, but the, the, yeah, the real life's totally different. And yeah. I think you have to, um, yeah, you have to let people do it their way. And as, and if, if I certainly never want to be the guy who convinces somebody to put their life savings into Bitcoin 
only yep. to watch it go down, have a 70% correction in the next six months and they either, you know, shoot me in the head or lose their house. Like, that's mm. not good for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Especially you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I don't want to be that guy. So I'm, I'm like, if I, the very, to begin with, with people, I'll be like, yeah, buy five bucks a week. You know, yep, oh, I, yep, and a lot of people yep. don't even understand that you can. You know, they're like, yes. Bitcoin's $30,000. What do you mean? Oh, mm. just buy a little bit of a, buy a slice of a pizza, not a whole pizza. Yeah. Right. Um, right, right, right. Yes. Yeah, and on that note, like I'm saying that Bitcoiners are really friendly and welcoming, and like I had my I, for such a long time that I was like speaking to people in Ethereum or like NFT artists, or and they all like say big on egos, like whether in person or or just online. And then when I started speaking to Bitcoiners, and like everyone is so helpful, like I was speaking to uh, you, get the host of Once Bitten podcast, Princey, oh, and yeah, then yeah, he yeah. yeah, and then he introduced me to Viz. Uh, uh, and then Viz introduced me to Parman and Par- Parman like p- put me on to the whole Telegram group. And then I got, yeah, from there I found Crispy. And then from Crispy, I got to like found to reach you guys. And like everyone's so welcoming and like, yeah. And even in person, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. 100%. You just, um, there's 100% again. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to, if you come with a, a humility in your questions, mm. um, and even how ha- you cannot, you know, have an opinion, but just like don't say this is how it is. <clears throat> if you say this is what I think, is what do you think? Yeah, and yep. then people will, yes. you know, that's fine. People, people are perfectly welcoming with that. So, sorry, Merrick, are you saying, like, in your experience, when you've you've talked to people that are into NFTs and other mm-hmm. crypto and stuff, that there's a, a certain amount of like or, or more ego about them than yeah. than the maxis? Is that what you what you're saying? Yes, yes, yep. In in, yeah. in terms of, like I think the maxis would be more approachable and like and they are more from my experience they are, they are more open to answering questions and everything and and with NFTs or like shitcoiners so the, there there's an ego aspect where they they think they are like I cuz I don't want to dox anyone but like I I, I do know the founder of uh, co-founder of Matic and like this and and I was chatting with like all these other guys and like yeah it's like hard to get a message across to these guys or like or they or the way they speak to you is like condescending in a way mm. yeah it's, um, I just think if you um, if you tell the truth it's much easier to remember what you said yes yes right yes. so yep. and if yep. you if you're not telling the truth then you are constantly having to maintain the facade, mm. right? So with another with, lie, probably. With an, well, maybe, with, yeah, with another lie. Covering a lie with another lie, yeah. So, yes, yes, yeah. Uh, so if you're talking to somebody who, like, genuinely doesn't understand what it is that they're trying to create, like, they don't even know the problem they're trying to solve. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm here for one problem. There is one problem, and the problem is the money. Right. Okay? Um, once that problem is fixed, there are so many, there are lots of other problems but the main problem in society is the money. Right. And it's it's from top to bottom. It's been mm-hmm. going on for years and years and years. And it's disproportionately affecting the poor. Yeah. Right? So the, the problem's the money. Bitcoin solves the money problem. Why would you focus on anything else? Absolutely. Now, there, there is a case where people talk about... I listen to Preston's pod mm-hmm. religiously. Um, the Bitcoin one, anyway. Yep. Um, and he's a, you know, he's a value investor. And that's, that's very interesting to, you know, old me... But I'm not really interested in it just now because it's um, it's you, you can't value a business that, that isn't at least fifty percent on their balance sheet, Bitcoin on their balance sheet. 
can't can't value accurately accurately because the the the, the um the token you're you're using is a is a is a currency that's you cannot value, mm. right? Yep. So, I'm but there does come a time where you know a thousand companies have are Bitcoin companies and mm-hmm. then Bitcoin become Bitcoin becomes less interesting, uh, and not in terms of it's the base it's still the base layer it just becomes right. the less um the less interesting layer because the upside is probably less and then yes. upside actually starts to appear in the businesses yeah um yep. because but um i mean right now any any business that's getting into bitcoin like you know even just like even the good ones mm-hmm. like your um you know your exchanges and whatnot they're bitcoin only yep. like i sort of look at that and I, I you know fair play that we need all those people to do this but um Will they outperform Bitcoin? I mean, probably not. So, I mean, I would think definitely not. So, I mean, if they'd have just taken their money that they wanted to put into um, their business and put it into Bitcoin, they probably themselves would do better. Now, the community as a whole wouldn't get bigger. Mm-hmm. We need people like this that are ambitious and things like that. But yes, it's, it's a strange one for me. Mm. I even find yeah, I even find it difficult to invest in a Bitcoin business right now. Mm. Right. Um, right. Yep. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I, one thing that I heard you guys speak about, I can't remember in which of your podcasts, but like of timing the markets, right? Like you, you, like you think like, oh, I'm going to like slow, like DCing, but into my savings account. So I'm like every week I probably save $50 into my savings account so I can time the Bitcoin market, right? And you, I think rightly said like, yeah, you can you can try it all you want, but it's like better to DCA directly into Bitcoin, and and you won't be like it makes more sense to DCA directly into Bitcoin and instead of timing the market, right? Uh, you oh, oh, the only thing is, whenever I've ever tried to put in a limit or an order mm. and try to time it, I panic. And I'm like, I just and you know what I mean? It runs or whatever. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm like, I just it's not for me. Personally, I don't have the time um, to kind of just sit there and, and watch it. So yep. I, I I don't think there's been many occasions where I've done that and actually been better off than just buying. So <laughs> I actually did the math. <laughs> the maths. <laughs> but, um, Ooh, he said math. I, I know. But um, so I, I, I wondered this at one point, right? And I, I thought... Like I like the I wasn't doing the DC at this point. I'm thinking I'm smarter, smarter than DC, and I was like, well, I better prove that I am. <laughs> and it turned out that I wasn't. Turned out I wasn't. But so I took five years. I took five years of Bitcoin. I look. I took the, the the daily price of Bitcoin, like the you know the the midday price of Bitcoin for five yep. d- daily for five years to see exactly what it did. And if you were, I don't know what I did, like ten dollars a day or something, and worked mm-hmm. out what I would have had come the end, and then worked out what I would have had if I'd have uh, um, just saved. Say if you actually look at what Bitcoin does, when it when the price drops, you usually get a bad day followed by a second bad day. Maybe sometimes you get a third bad day. Right, right. I mean, you do get this. Of course, you get the you know the crazy days up, but and you get the slow drip down sometimes. But when mm. it's bad, it drops mm. one, two, or three days generally. Right. Yep, yep. So what I did was go. Okay, well, just say you accept that you think that that's going to be the same going forwards. And you essentially just take those ten dollars from every day and not and not DCA. Just mm. wait for the bad. Wait for the second bad day. Okay. So let's say you might have been waiting, you know, two hundred days. Yeah. So you got two thousand dollars sitting there, and you get you buy Bitcoin on the second bad day. Yeah. And then you you follow that same strategy for the same five year period. Understood. You're, st- you're still not 
doing as well as a te- as a as a daily DCA person. As a daily and DCA, yep. You're you're not, and if and if you're mm. you're um the, the amount of work that's involved yeah. in doing that as well compared mm. to the automated DCA, if you're happy with a KYC exchange, mm. yep, is yep. um is you know a KYC. You don't like that's what I do now, and it's just automated. So yes, I mean I don't do anything. It's just it's a little bit boring if you if I'm honest. I like boring, but boring to, in a good way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, boring in a good way because you like you don't have to, as you said, like don't have to constantly look at the look at your phone or look at the charts or whatever. Yep. You just set it and you could probably forget about it, right? Yep. You take yep. your own ego and your own um, FOMO and fear. You take it com- out completely out to the equation, mm. um, and they are they are your worst enemies. Mm. Yep. Um, and um, yeah, it works. It works. Uh, since you pointed out like KYC exchanges and non-KYC exchanges, like what are your, you guys' thoughts on like privacy on those lines? Like you know where you think we are headed on those lines? I I don't I've got nothing other than Bitcoin has made me far more privacy conscious, says mm. Brendo on a pod. But anyway, his own pod and stuff. Um, but, you know, go back a couple of years or a few years, however long it's been, and the only reason I wasn't keen to put my email and details into something is because I knew I'd just get spam. Right. Um, but now anything that I've got to, anything I've got to put my name in or my date of birth, I will do my best to either fake the name or fake the date of birth, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but the KYC versus non-KYC thing, I mean, at the moment I don't, really have yeah well, i do have a choice but i'm just i'm just doing it yes so. yeah yeah i see um i'm um yeah I'm, to be honest brenda would be better equipped um like technical ability to to do it than i would because he's you know he says he's a tinker and he is he likes to sort of mess around with it from an mm. it perspective um so i anybody who's got the competence to go and do non-KYC, and I know there'll be people with non-KYC people here going, listening, going, oh, it's so easy. But anybody who feels conf- confident and competent enough to do it, I think should do it. Right. Um, go non-KYC and and um, and pay the premium that's involved with doing that. I think that's a yes. good idea. But I don't think at this stage it is for the technically... Not that you... I don't know what would be the top 10% of people or something. Everybody else, the, top, the bottom 90%, I think... The um, the KYC Bitcoin only exchange is the way to go, mm-hmm. um, just because, and that's got and that's got way easier over the course of time as well. Yes, yes. Um, okay. Some of the services now are excellent, um, and but the only thing I'd say then is when you're maybe it makes sense to do it in multiple locations. So if you are, you know, I don't know, you're Relay, Swan, yeah, Bitteru, Hardblock, um. Yeah. Bill Bitcoin, you can run off the names of solid. If yeah. you're able, you know, if you've, you're able to purchase in different locations, that's probably a good idea. Um, and maybe hold in different locations in where, as well. The vast majority of your stuff put onto cold storage. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, just you can, again, you're your own worst enemy. So, yep, yep. The, the more complicated you make your setup, yes. the mm. more robust it is. But you're the bigger, the bigger the, the attack vector there is yourself. Yes, yes that, absolutely. Yeah, and then it comes back to um, like the vast majority, and we said this, or I said this last week, um, need or want custodial services. Right, right, right. Yes. 
Yep. And and it's not going to change, I think, for a lot of people. Yes. Yeah, I was speaking to some other Bitcoiners on the same thing. Like, and I mean, one way to do it would be is coin join. And but yeah, as you said, like that would just complicate your whole setup and everything. Another interesting way that someone pointed out is like non-KYC exchanges, or you, uh, so you, or you buy a shit coin on a KYC exchange. You send the shit coin to a non-KYC exchange, and you exchange that for Bitcoin, and then withdraw your Bitcoin. But then there's yeah, there's all the transaction fees that are involved in root. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's always going to be. Like ultimately, if you if the if the idea here is we're going to you know hodl our Bitcoin until we decide to spend our Bitcoin, right? Mm. That's kind of the and whatever the price is. I mean, if we're still considering a fiat price at that time, um, is it? Sorry, is that is that a legitimate? Actually, the first legitimate use case for Ethereum, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Um, (laughs) my brain just exploded. (laughs) (laughs) But like, say you go into the chip shop, right, and you buy some chips. And you spend your Bitcoin, you know. Ultimately, that's a that's a that's a KYC event, kinda, right? Yeah. You know, if the if the guy in the chip shop knows you just live up the road and you're a Bitcoin guy, like all that. So eventually, there's going to be a KYC problem on that end too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't criticize the guys that are, that are, that are going absolutely hardcore um, non KYC. Yep. That that is the way to go yeah. if you're capable of it. <clears throat> um, that is the better way, I would say. I probably trust myself not enough to be doing that with yep. certainly not with certainly not with everything right 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 and it's the same with multi-sig as well actually with multi-sig mm. is a similar thing and it, you can complicate that yeah for yourself and and not it's just scary it's scary it is scary um yes. but also it's not you have to think beyond as well so like you know you got a partner um mm-hmm. you know let's and you wanted to you know something terrible happens to me or something someone was you know yes. you, you have to think about how difficult easy or difficult it's going to be for the person you want to leave it to absolutely or yes. group or charity or whatever you want to do yes. child um yeah and you know i would hate to think of putting in all this effort if it's effort um and then it to be lost because i've just overcomplicated it for somebody yes yes absolutely. or even yourself or, or myself yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah last thing you want is like uh Whoever you're leaving your Bitcoin or putting your seed phrase on the internet and like, what do with this? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just moving on. Like, I wanted to know, like, have you guys, like, you, you guys can choose not to answer this though. Uh, but have you guys explored setting up your self managed supers? No. Okay. And I, and I don't like admitting that, but yeah. um, I haven't. It's certainly in my head. Yes. Because um, I know there's a lot of like kind of, plebs that we've talked to that are mm. doing it um yep but um, yeah no i haven't gone down that that route yeah and to be yeah. honest sorry to be honest it's still it still scares me a little bit yes of course like, yep. I, like i'd call myself a maxi right but I, like my super is my family's super mm, yes, my wife's of super right and i've got her on board with what i'm doing but to do that is is another not another level another yes, conversation another like next level yeah. thing so yes um, yes of yeah. course yep yeah uh, yeah i'm also yeah. a no um right so i'm self-employed um and i so it's not like i've got some 
Uh, yeah, okay, I understand there are potentially tax advantages, but, but I've not, it's not like I've got an employer chipping in contributions. No, I am no, the employer no. that's chipping in the contribution. Mm. Yes, so, yes, So yes. um, there's also, I also, yes, you can put your Bitcoin into self-managed super and you can manage the own, your own keys of that super, but I don't trust governments not to get their fingers yeah. in, well, they're, they're, put it this way, when, ta when tax receipts start to dry up, mm. um, so let's say we let's say we go through a a, a recessionary period or a, mm -hmm. even a depressionary period. Um, How could that happen? Yeah, I mean, let's say, <laughs> imagine, right? And obviously, tax receipts start to dry up there, and then all of a sudden, um, government debt becomes a bigger issue. Mm -hmm. They're going to start, to, you know, they're going to start looking for ways to tax all around the economy, and that and but Bitcoin yes. will be definitely in the sights at that point. Yep. Um, yeah. So. Do I trust governments not to change pension or super regulations? Not, not at all. Um, so there's that mm. consideration as well. What would, there are guys that have done it. I know Justin over at um, uh, the Australian Bitcoin podcast, yes. Mission Bitcoin. Yes. He yep. has done a show on it. We did a show with Andy. Yep. Um, okay. What's he? What's he? AP. Where's Andy? Andy twenty one mil. AP underscore Bitcoin. Um, okay. Yeah. He's done it. Um, and he spoke him on our pod and spoke about it. He was really good, and he, he can talk people through it. So they right. would be the guy if you wanted to talk to somebody about about that particularly. Um, yeah, they'd be the guys. Oh no, the, I actually the guys that we know anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just want to know your thoughts around that, like, because I was, I was speaking to some of the guys based here in Melbourne, and like, yeah, I think five out of, I mean, four out of five guys have done it. Like they've, yeah, they've taken that route. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say it's wrong. I'm not yeah, saying it's wrong. Yeah. It's just probably not for me. And yeah, of course. Yeah, um, and there there are there, you know there's complications in it. But um, yeah, yeah, I think if somebody's if somebody thinks it's the right thing for them and their circumstances, yeah, by all means, explore it and and go for it. But as you said, like once if if at all, like the government would come and like say it's plan on taxing that, but managing your own like say having custody of your own coins, it's somewhat like, uh, yeah, it's somewhat like they can't touch that, right? Um, yes, it's, it's, it's not, put it this way, it's not the low hanging fruit. Yeah. They'll, they'll come for the low hanging, hanging fruit first. Mm -hmm. Um, and so let's try and work out who that would be. I mean, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe a government could look at it and say, okay, during the COVID period, we sent out all this money and Harvey Norman, you, your, your profits went up, we're coming after Harvey Norman. That would be said, right. like that, right, that, that right, to right. me seems like a politically, um, easy win for the government mm -hmm. because the people would people would be on side immediately right so the, i think they would more likely come for that kind of thing i think yep, that's easier yep. but then w w this is this if should we be right which you know mm. hopefully we are um it's just going the that what that also means the other side of the equation <sighs> is that what that also means is it gets progressively worse and probably speeds up getting worse Right. So, I mean, I, I can see a situation where, um, like, there could be a speed camera on every corner, right? Because right, there's, right, right. because there, it's very, it's cheap and easy, right? Mm. And it's, so it just, it's just a, that's just a tax. They could, yes. they, and they yes. could package it as it's safe, it's safety. We're right, here to, right, we're right. here to save you, but it's not. It's just a tax. Right. Um, now, don't get me wrong. If I'm speeding past a primary school, take away my license. Yeah. But, but you know, if you're coming through a, a you know, a, a quiet road at two o'clock in the morning and there's literally no other traffic. Mm. That, at that point, to me, it's just a tax. That happened to me recently. <laughs> I've done fifty-seven in a fifty zone at like eleven yeah. o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, bastards. But once upon a time, 
once upon a time though that needed a you know a policeman or police officer in a in a car in a head with a well, you know holding yeah. the gun yeah. pointing right, at right, you right. but it doesn't yes. require that anymore you could literally have a you know a McDonald's car. Oh. yes or not even like McDonald's have a you know McDonald's have a, a robot that takes your order now right Right, right, Coles, right, right. Coles yes. have, you do self-checkout in Coles. There's yep, no reason yep. why the police don't have self, self-checkout speed cameras, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, if, yep. if it costs $1,000 or ten, let's say it costs $10,000 to install one, it could probably get that back in the first fortnight. Yes, easy. Yep. That's so yeah. they are going to tax everything. They, they're going to have to tax everything. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be giving them ideas. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. They're not listening, mate. Not I mean, listening. no offense. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but they're probably listening to everything now, and one, and one, yeah, well, from yeah, one yeah, aspect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, on on another, like I know that, like being an international, like so, I've I've other friends who've been in the country and then had to go back because their visa didn't get extended for whatever reasons. Uh, so when they try to withdraw, withdraw their super, they get it. They they don't get the entire amount. So, so there's probably like a 20, 30 oh, percent cut. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because yeah. they're taking out their super before they've reached retirement age. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Or they're taking it out of the country. Either. And I'm not sure yeah, why, probably. but yeah, I know that for sure they don't get the entire amount. Yeah. Wow. So, well, I'll mm. give you my personal experience there. So I, I at one stage worked as, as staff for the NHS, the National Health Service in Scotland. Yeah. Um, but then I went. I left there and started contracting. I'd been there for like a, maybe a couple of years. I had this little pension that was, mm. you know, what wasn't really worth anything. So I just closed it out and took the cash, got the tax hit, and I just All had right. the cash. I didn't, I didn't want to leave that sitting there. I mean, I was only a young guy back then, so um, yeah. I didn't want that sitting there for God knows 40, 50 years yeah. doing essentially nothing. Mm. Of course. So yeah. I thought, well, I'll just have it now and spend it. But um, so it's probably that's the situation. But mm. yeah, no, and mm. also if you leave the country as well, right, probably right, brings right. a different exactly. dynamic. But yeah. Um, um, yeah. So your um, your pod is who is your audience? Like, who are you speaking to, Merrick? I mean, who like who, who do you think you're speaking to? Or like, and do you have right. an audience back in India as well? Or who who like what's uh, your? I field? I do I, I do actually have a a majority I would say back in India. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I was, this was just a personal question, you could say. But I, I do have quite a few people tuning in from Melbourne as well. And a few, few in Canada and in the States. Yeah. 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 Because when, when we started this, um, our goal, I think, or at least my goal, like I've been listening to so much content coming out of the States for such a long time now. Yes. Yep. And I'm like, oh, but there's... Which is which, and I'm not criticizing it because it's excellent and it's what there was. But um, mm-hmm. but also, often Americans forget that there's a big world outside of America. Yes. Um, and um, yeah. So I wanted our pod to be like maybe slightly sort of Australian focused. Yeah. And it's probably become more so because we became part. Of, we went to the Bush mm. Bash. We met a few people, and it's maybe right, become right. a bit more maybe become a bit more Australian focused than the original intention. But so that there's, there's, cause there's certain, there was certainly a gap. Uh, in can Australia I just for, for... interject there for a moment? I was going to ask that anyway. So like what got you guys starting the podcast? Like in the, Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. Go on. Uh, it was me. Yeah. 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 I own it. <laughs> you should, t- you should too. I, I suggested, um, a while back before we actually started, like, we should start a pod because like like in 
my f- framing was that um, Hats was kind of my expert mm-hmm. and I was the idiot, and that's still the case. Uh, and I thought that the would... gaps waiting in a venison. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and I thought, no, but I thought that would be a good kind of, um, I guess, dichotomy of, of you know, a, a learner and an expert. Okay. Um, and and he's like, no, no, there's too many master and blender. So, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And then oh. and then Stefan well. Levera fucked off, and then oh, that's, yeah, uh, that's right. true, yeah, yeah, and then Hats is like, well, maybe we should. There's no mm. one in Australia kind of doing it. And then right, right, right. Bloody Justin copied us and, and then, yeah, oh, he's yeah? doing it okay. much better than us. And, and then, then you G- come along. To see, it's not... You're talking about Daniel before? Uh, Daniel yes, Prince? yes, yes. So Daniel was our our first guest, was oh, Daniel. Yeah. And, I, oh, wow. and yeah. only because I'd once um, had a... Or maybe once or twice had a couple of DMs with Daniel. I don't even remember what they were about. Mm-hmm. And because we you know, were following each other, it meant I could message him. Mm. And I just I sent him a thing to say, listen, mate, I'm thinking about my mate and I are thinking about setting up a pod. Um, could, any any advice that you've got? Well, for, yep. for, would be greatly appreciated. And firstly, I'm thinking I'm literally I'm thinking about setting up a podcast, d- d- talking about exactly what you talk about. It's like it's yeah. like honestly like a you know a burger guy wanted to set up a burger business and walking in a Ronald yes, McDonald's yes. office and saying, mate, yeah. can you can you help? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um. So I was like, "Why would I?" I was like, "Why am I sending this?" And mm-hmm. why would he help? Yep, yep. Immediately yep. came back and he said, "Um, yeah, you know, give it a bunch of things to think about." And then he said, um, "Well, come on the pod and talk about it, or I could come on your pod and talk." And that's so that's what we did. And he ended up coming. So, um, yes, yeah, so kudos to him. It was so, uh, so yeah, gracious awesome guy. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. Like I had a similar experience with him. Like even the. I mean, he's like has his big following and everything, and he's like, and he's always like pleb follow pleb, and he'll like just follow you. Yes. And and I was like, I just sent him a message, and I think within a few hours, like he got back to me, and like, and yeah, and I still keep in touch with him, like on and off, asking questions or or even suggesting some of, I mean, like not yeah, sort of suggesting or like basically, I wanted to know, I could probably pick your heads on this as well. What are your thoughts, like, on owning property and renting property? Hmm. <laughs> I uh, well, the bank owns my property, but I own my house. Yeah. Um, and I've had conversations with others who say, "Well, a house is a shit coin. You should sell it, buy mm. Bitcoin, and rent." Right. Um, but I think there's a difference between owning a house and owning a home. And, and I own a home, right. so I have a family. I've got two kids. Yes. I love where I am. Like in my opinion and my wife's opinion, that's basically our forever home, and and mm-hmm. I love that it's ours. Um, right. We can do what we want with it. Um, I've set up the solar on the roof. I'm about to get a battery. Yep, you, you can't do that in a rental. <clears throat> but right. I see the other side. I totally see the other side. So, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll never, I'll never sorry. say this again. But I'm sorry, I never say this again. But Brando's right. Totally, totally right. Can you can you clip that? Do you do clips? <laughs> can you clip this particular moment? Not not everything in life is a financial decision. Well, no, somebody might argue it is. Yes, it's not yep. everything. Like it's about if you have a family. If it depends on your stage of life, it depends on all lot of things. And and as we we're saying before, if you have a million sats, or if if the framing is correct, and you have a million sats, and that means you're a millionaire. Mm-hmm. then start making decisions about thing, other things that are important to you. It's not about how rich you can be. That's not the guilt. Well, 
Yeah, it's not my goal. Yeah, and Brendo has enough sat. Not, I'm not saying you're, you know, you're <laughs> not trying to try dox you, but you have enough. You have enough sats that if we are right, you're fine. Yeah. So the so the yep. house is important to you, and that's why it's the right to call. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, love, saying, I love that we totally agree. That's great. Hat. <laughs> probably the first time ever. You heard it here first, Merrick. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So what Daniel had to say is like, yeah, as most, I mean, I'm guessing most plebs would say is, but real estate is a shit coin and like the you you pay the rent something on those lines like you you can pay the rent uh, i mean the mortgage you pay is the rent or something on those lines and and it ties you down but i guess it's all subjective right like if you want to be tied down like if you see yourself like living at a place for a long time and then it makes sense owning property but if you see yourself like a Probably I don't know where would a Bitcoin go 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 to El Salvador and live or something like that yeah so then you see there's no point in investing in a property now yeah I guess yeah if you were it, a twenty two yeah. year old guy no no kids twenty two year guy single guy yeah mm. no kid no partner you had a job and buying a house is a you know unless yeah that's a stupid call at that at that stage yes. again it just depends on circumstances so mm-hmm. um the uh, yeah if it yeah if, and. Sorry. A home is what actually that sorry mate I, I, I think no, no. houses have become so financialized mm. that um that they're completely out of whack with what people can afford like frankly you know people are struggling to rent let alone buy yeah so it's um and i think i think bitcoin is going to wipe that all out i think it's going to take the, the a house will still have a value yep but it'll be a, it'll be the it'll be the value of its utility, utility. to you as a home yes. mm-hmm. yeah um so it's not going to, so and then it'll be priced in bitcoin it's not going to be yep. priced in in house right, <laughs> right? yeah um, like i know i was speaking to someone from china and like what because over there they don't have much options for investment so their alternate option is property and so mm-hmm. people are like buying their 10th investment property like mm-hmm. i was speaking to like some people are buying the 10th and like the way the where like from from the demo from the demographics like from the way their population is going there's going because there's going to be nobody living in those properties that they've all built up and like that are there yeah there's already yeah. huge empty cities in china yes. they've yeah, been built yes. and nobody's you know it's just investments yeah yeah um so where's their return if no one's actually paying exactly. the bills yeah i mean it's yeah. we could, well if, the, if it it may be a better and like if it may be a better investment than your currency Mm. yeah right i so guess yeah who, who yeah. was it that said that you go to the next then the next the thing that's better than your thing and then you eventually you just keep going up and up and up to the thing to ultimately why i believe is the best thing which is bitcoin but like um if there's if the new zealand dollar was better than the australian dollar and that was the easiest thing for me to buy mm-hmm. probably i'd go to the new zealand dollar mm. and then you know if bitcoin was too difficult and if the and if you know the singapore dollar was a little bit better than the new zealand dollar, well then you go so you and you just you just move your so you move your money your wealth into the next best asset that's easy for you to get now i think bitcoin right. is easy enough for everybody to get now maybe in yep, china yep. might be a different story mm. yep, yep, but yep. um but uh yeah the china thing is I mean, it's we don't really. Co- we, it's hard for us to comprehend just how big that country is. Well, yes. as an Indian, <laughs> you you can comprehend how big that you know because it's a similar as, size. Yeah, sort of. I guess like in terms of population, I think we are similar there. Yeah, but I think in terms of landmass, I think that China's way bigger. But yeah, in terms of population, yeah, because I lived in Bombay. Like, I'm not sure if you guys have ever been to India. Of like, a, I think Bombay is a city whose population is as much as the like the entire population of Australia. So. Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, a city. Yeah. Yeah. I wow. Don't, I don't know where the biggest city will be. I've been to, but no, I've not been to India. I'd love to go. 
Mm. Um, but um, I've been in New York. New York's a pretty big city, I guess. You're right. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been. Bang- to, I don't know how big Bangkok is. I've been is. to Brisbane. You've been to Brisbane. <laughs> Sydney's. You've been to Sydney, surely. Yeah. 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 I mean, Sydney's a pretty big city, but I mean, Australia. If you are, um, if you're Australia's, if you look at the whole big picture of this, Australia is a massive landmass. Um, generally good weather. Um, yep, sitting on yep. sitting on a bunch of minerals and yes. um, and you know surrounded by the sea. It's macro wise, it's it's a pretty good bet. I know that yep. I know some people are not liking things that are happening in Australia, and I understand this completely is, why. This is going to be a really obscure reference, but there was a show in the probably the you know early nineties called Sequest DSV. <laughs> I don't know if anyone remembers it. Maybe some mm-hmm. of your listeners do. Probably not. I'm going to be absolutely C- solo Quest here. DSV, Sequest right? DSV for v. Victor. Okay. Um, and that show had a couple of seasons. And the final season, Australia became a superpower because they were, you know, rich in minerals and blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. But oh, wow. if you look it up, like they're wearing a Cobras and like car keys and oh, this yeah. serious submarine-ish kind of drama it was anyway <laughs> hilarious okay. i mean we're an evil superpower i, I mean it, it could happen it, it could, it could happen. <laughs> but i mean you, you'd, you'd rather be in an australia than uh japan for example of course yeah like yeah big population aging population small yes. land mass importer of food all that kind of stuff so um yeah just big picture stuff like you know, look at look at what's, look at what's happening in Europe just now with the gas situation. Right, I mean, you don't yes. want to be in a yeah. country that's eighty percent reliant on Russian gas. It's about yeah, to go yeah. cold. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. And uh, like uh, the, uh, the advice is from the Spanish prime minister is take off your tie, because then we can turn down the air. That, literally that is the advice. I really? Should you know that was the advice? The Spanish prime minister said take off your t- professional people should take their ties off and in hmm. meetings now because you won't get as hot and we can turn the air conditioning down slightly and save gas i'm like that's a legitimate that's that's a legitimate defense oh yeah, my yeah. and i'm like wow right. i mean i'm not saying it's not true but it's like it's so small desperate and yeah, mm. desperate so sorry uh, uh, do, do you guys read the doomberg report by any chance like there's sometimes a, yeah yeah, the, these guys put out like some great content as well. Yeah, regarding what, what is it? Doomberg. Yeah, Doomberg. Like Bloomberg, but Doomberg. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. How did you? How did you find that? Was that through Marty or? Oh no, I think I found that to Lynn. Lynn Alden. Lynn Alden. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, you know, so yeah, I don't. Sorry. I don't think I mentioned. So I used to work for a crypto company, like a crypto research company based here mm. in Melbourne and yeah so I was I was working with Checkmate if you guys know Checkmate the uh, guy from Glassnode mm. okay yep yeah yeah, yeah. I, no, so, I know, yeah. I know, no I don't know the person but yeah yeah okay so yeah so that's how I yeah got introduced to Lynn and like all this other stuff yeah. and Doomberg and yeah the macro side of things yeah yeah cool it's kind of amazing that people who have never met and you can have it you can you know catch up on a zoom have a chat and talk about people that you've both independently found that are the same people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what does that tell you? It tells you that that, mean, that like the cream rises to the top or something, right? Yeah. Like if everybody's reading the Lynn, Lynn Olden's monthly report, hmm. you know that's, that's that's a good thing, right? That's a good it, thing. Yes. Yes. Um, of course. Yeah. But yeah. it's amazing that, I mean, it's well, you say it's a good, but it's also a little bit of a. Um, 
confirmation bias as well. Maybe you're getting mm. to this, you get into yeah. the circle that just you don't know. You that's how the world works. I, well, it is, yeah. But but the, but the internet has made it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Ten times more. Yeah. Both for good or bad. Or bad. Yeah. Right. Right. Another question I had for you, like, have you, like, again, you, choose, you can choose not to answer, but have you guys explored at, like, setting up your own nodes or have done that in the past? And, like, what was the experience with all of it? Yeah, so I've, um, I got a, I started with a my node. Yep. Um, which was, <clears throat> like, again, because I love tinkering, right? So yep, yep, yep. I got a Raspberry Pi and did all that kind of stuff. I did it really early, actually, I think. Right, nice. Yeah. Um. And just recently, I've I'm, I've moved to uh, Ubuntu Nodebox because mm. I'm following Katan's you know, Ministry of Nodes. Shout out yes. Katan, you're a legend. Yep. Um, uh, his his videos, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and just getting right into that kind of stuff. <clears throat> Sorry, so, I, yeah, love it. Is it easy like to get the hardware for it now? Like I was like looking up Raspberry Pis and they couldn't come across one. Yeah, uh, well, again, I think because I got in early, I I got a Raspberry Pi four, but it was a four, uh, maybe it was a three, I don't know. Okay, but it was yeah. a four gig, four gig RAM, so it wasn't particularly quick. So mm. it all worked, um, but accessing it, loading it was all just a little bit clunky and slow. <clears throat> and because I love tech and tinkering, I mm. ended up buying a a piece, a little PC on. Yep. Right, you just bought an old PC or something, yeah. For yeah, bought, bought an old mm. PC online, mm. um, which has has like eight gig of RAM and all that kind of stuff. Right. And then I bought another one, which is like a nice small form, right? Like HP NCU, Elite desk. I think, yeah, I think they're called NCUs, right? NUCs, I'm not sure. Yeah, oh, no, well, yeah, maybe, but this one's a, a little HP Elite desk, which I, I wanted right. to swap the drive out because the original one was a bigger drive, a bigger right. computer, like an actual proper desktop size. Mm. I wanted the small form thing because jade uh, oh docs my <laughs> wife can oh, you, i just doxed my wife you can, can you bleep my wife's name out sure sure yeah i mean yeah we yeah. don't have the timer going but yeah cool i'll figure that out anyway you can yeah. do it you'll work it out um or, or you don't i don't care whatever <laughs> <laughs> um but i can't get this damn thing to actually um boot up um in ubuntu or boot up on the drive so i might have to go back to the other PC and maybe use the um, HP as a a media server or something. But yeah, right, again, right. I love I love that kind of stuff. So okay, yep, yep. Yeah. And Pat, do you have anything? I, mean, to I generally to... don't talk about my setup. Yeah, but, sure, um, sure, of course. But um, I, I like to mess around with different things. Let's just say that. Yeah, um, yep. I, I but I wouldn't be the guy to speak like Brent was. Literally, he's been here for five minutes and probably is better at that than I am. Right. Um, Probably. So, There's no probably. Yeah, yeah, no, there's probably no probably. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so I liked, yeah, I like to mess around with different things to play around with, like, yeah, I, I don't know, different hardware wallets, different um, mm. uh, software wallets. Like, I've yep, just, yep. have you, have you used Moon? I'd never used Moon until recently. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Used oh, oh my moon. god! Like, it's the most it's simple. Good. Like, wow, it is the yeah. most simple wallet I've ever used. Yeah. Even what, even wallet is Satoshi. It's it's incredible. But mm. like easier than Wallet of Satoshi. Yes. Oh wow. Uh, have you guys uh, used how, how, Barrel? Sorry. I just don't know how it can get it any easier than Wallet of Satoshi. Because it all, because it combines uh, Bitcoin and Lightning, and you don't really have to understand why. Oh really? Yeah, it's wild. But um, yes. What well, is? So did you just say Sparrow? Yes. Did yes. You, uh, so you, yeah. I have. I yeah, I like Sparrow. 
Okay, Spar- yeah. but Sparrow is so I would say probably Sparrow is better than Moon. If yes. you are comp, like if you're more comp, like it's more, it's much more functionality than Moon. Yep, Moon is yep. what you'd if you wanted to get somebody some, you want to give somebody some sats. Yep. You know, let's say you wanted to give somebody hundred sats or something just to show you them, show them how to make a transaction. Yeah. Um, that's that's um excellent. Um, but then if you wanted to be, uh, you know, controlling your own UTXOs or something, mm. maybe you're not. That's not that's not right. Moon. Yes. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, is uh Moon uh. A custodial um, wallet or a non-custodial? Because wallet of Satoshi is like custodial. Right? It is custodial. Um, wallet of Satoshi is um, blue. Um, is it either? Is, well, it's custodial lightning. Hmm. No, but... no, it doesn't have to be. Oh, With... Is it not? No. No, okay. blue, you can you can put your own pub yeah. key, lightning pub key in. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's something new over here. <laughs> um, sorry, I forget the question. No. Oh, is yeah. is Moon custodial? Oh right, okay, okay. Um, I think I can open it. I can open it and tell you exactly what options they give you. That's probably not great for a policy. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I sort of covered up everything that I had to ask you guys. Do you have like any other questions and like uh, anything for the audience? Uh, will you come on our pod? Uh, that's how I yeah I reach out. Of course, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Hey, good. I'm glad you answered that quickly and didn't hesitate and go, oh, no, I'm good, guys. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, we'll definitely tee up to have you on sure. in the next couple of weeks, yeah? Yep, sounds good. Yep, yep. The um, I was the one thing I'd like to ask with, if it's okay just now, is um, like, so as I kind of touched on it before, we, we kind of wanted to have a more international um, flavor to what we were doing so it, but it's quite difficult in Australia for the you know scheduling of pods and all that kind of stuff with time differences and things like that it's, it's yep. quite hard and we've, we've had a few mm. um, well we've had quite a few I suppose but um, but um, I don't think well, have we had anybody from Asia at all right. I don't think so I, so I, like what is I don't understand that market at all I don't you know you don't really see like we'll just take India for example right um, like what are, are do you see a huge Bitcoin community or do you see a huge shitcoin community or what like I don't uh, know yeah I came to know that I, I think it would be this would be the same from from what I've been seeing like around because I've been connecting with people in Africa India and I've connected to a Bitcoiner group in Pakistan as well and I I, I, would, I think I would say like it's the same everywhere like there's like a shitcoin community there's the, and there's the Bitcoin community, right? Like the Bitcoin community is still harder to get in touch with, I would say, like like harder to find because there's so much of shitcoin going around. Like, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I could get you in touch with the guys behind uh, Bitcoin for India. They'd be glad like there's, like there's a few. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that. Mentioned that you put like there's going to be a Bitcoin only conference. Yes, in, yes. In, in Go- was it Goa? Yes, in Goa. Yes. Yep. Wait, when, when is that? So that's on I'm, not, the f- I'm not gonna go. I'd love to go, but I'm not yeah, go. that's when, the, when yeah. is that? It's on the fifth and sixth of November. I would love to go as well, but yeah, I don't think I'm gonna make it. It's fifth on the fifth and sixth of November. Yeah. And it genuinely is a Bitcoin only conference, or do you not know? No, no, no. It genuinely genuinely is. The guys organizing it, uh the guys behind Hexa Wallet, which is a Bitcoin only wallet. And they I mean Odell has been supporting them since the start. They have Stefan, I think, probably that's gonna like you're yeah, gonna be coming on there. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Like yes, I think oh, he, they, they were there in talks with Stefan. Like to like yeah, yeah, 
do something over Zoom or something on those lines. I can drop you on the link. Yeah, there's quite a few people. I, I'm, I'm sure Odell is going to be speaking like over, over Zoom or whatever, but yeah, not going to be there yeah. in person, but he's at, but yeah. And then there's quite a few uh, developers based in India that Spiral has, uh, it's not sponsored, but what exactly? The funded, you could say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and so and so generally the movement is, there. there is this increasing Bitcoin for want of a better term, maximalism movement in India as well. You you can see yep. that growing. Yes, that's yes. cool. That's because yeah. I didn't. I, yeah. I have no way of quantifying that. Right, yeah. and and because India is like because of the population and because it's so spread out. Uh, I've been following these like the Bitcoin Fund India group and being in touch with them. They are having uh, in person meetups like nearly every other day. And, yeah, well, yeah, and like. And that um, like there's like twenty people and thirty people showing up in different parts of this, like in different cities all over India. Yeah, it's such a it's such a sort of um, organic bottom up movement. Yes. It's great, isn't it? And it's yep, just yep. but but everybody sort of in all these little hubs seem to reach very very similar conclusions. Yeah, right, because right, they're yeah. it goes back to um, you know if if uh, if you tell the truth, it's you don't have to remember what you said. Right, because you eventually reach the truth, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. If you do want to like speak to and like expand the audience and those lines, yeah, I could, yeah, get you. I'd love, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to just, um, I'd love to speak to people from any any part of the world. Where I've got a trip to Africa. I've got a trip to Africa later on this year, um, to Zimbabwe, and I'd be really keen to try and kind of catch up with anybody that's keen to speak there if I if I'm able to do that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm in touch but with yeah, some guys in Africa. I'm not sure where exactly they're based, but I'll find out. Yeah, and they're Bitcoin totally. Yeah. Any advice you have offer, you could offer, we're happy to. Yep. To, yeah. to take it. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I just had one last question for you, Hats. Did you take up Brendan on the uh, CrossFit class? What did we? Uh, what did you take that? up Brendan on the CrossFit class? The cross. Did you listen to that? Yeah. Mate, you, do you want me to? Do you want me to stand up and you can tell me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant. That's a good um, question. No, no is the answer. And he um, should, though. He should. Yeah, no, yeah, he should. I could give you a whole bunch of excuses, but none of them would be worth it. So I'll not. No. I didn't. Well, none of them are actually. Are you, are you a CrossFit guy as well? No, no, no. I, I train in uh, martial arts. I train jujitsu most of the time. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I'll be nice. So you mean <laughs> you exercise? That's good. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> um, are you going to come along to? Um, are you going to come along to Bush Bash? I'm not sure. I'm. When is it? Like, there's one happening this weekend, right? Like, yeah. yeah one yeah. in in Queensland right now. There is one in uh, Murrurundi in usually November, and there's one in Beechworth in Victoria. Yeah. In which is March? Usually March, I think. Yeah. yeah. Right. Usually March. I mean, Victoria would be easy for me, and uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I've never been down. I've never been up north, but yeah, should, yeah, probably should make the trip. It's brilliant. If we'll, we'll be at Mara, mate, if you if you can. Yeah, and and you've got you've guys been to like few before. Like, what's the overall experience at the Bush Bash? Oh, it's ridiculously awesome. So we've just been to the Mara ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to call ourselves uh, Bitcoin Bush Bash. Uh, OGs because we went to the first. Right, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's guys um, there right now, and I've definitely got the formal. Oh, big time, big time. Uh, but no, it's great. Like, like, just having, and I suppose like for hats as well. Like, existing without anyone to physical to talk to for so long. Mm-hmm. Whereas I've I've always had someone. I've always had hats. 
Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. But then going to a space or a pub or whatever and just having everyone on the same page mm. with the same values, talking Bitcoin, it like you cannot beat it. It's so good. Awesome. Yeah, it's so sounds- good. I think particularly because we are regional as well. So like yeah. there are, mm. you know, you know, Bitcoin Melbourne, Bitcoin Sydney, that kind of, Bitcoin Brisbane, that kind of meetups. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. Because they're big cities, but we don't really have that up here. We're not going to, I'm not going to be the guy who leads it, you know. Mm. So, because um, in a small community, you very, like in a, in a city, you can do that and be still quite anonymous in the city. You do yep, that yep. in a little town, you're the guy. Yeah. You're the guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't necessarily want to be the guy. Yeah. Yeah. I recently met one guy who's like sort of, organizes the melbourne meetups but he's also from not rural you could say sort of rural in melbourne and then he has his own bitcoin he calls it bitcoin mountain and so it's yeah it's towards the ranges and like yeah they have their own sort of meetup he's teaching farmers and stuff like that yeah and and we have a cool thing that happens here like i I haven't got a batch yet but there's a bitcoiner that organizes for grass-fed beef and we can pay with bitcoin Oh, we got one of those. Oh, oh we awesome. had one yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a good Hold thing. on to them. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Get that quality of food up there. <laughs> um, no, that's good. It's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, from five, whatever, no, whatever, six, seven years ago, you, I was scrambling around for people to talk to, to, yep. to fast forward to today, where there's just so much stuff happening that you yeah, just right. can't possibly keep up with. I mean, who was your, who was your recent podcast with? I, um, the last one I listened to it today. I forget the guy's name. Uh, um, come Johnny? back to me. Yeah, pod- the podcaster from the north of England, yes, Johnny. Yes, Johnny. 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 Awesome, like yeah. awesome. Never heard. I'd never heard of the guy, and he's never. I mean, I'm sure he's never heard of me. But yep. like, you're just listening to the guy going, "Oh my god, I could have a beer with that guy." Like, yeah, you just, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. A- No, I, I think he did hear a few guys because I did mention. Oh, there you uh, go. Like, yeah, cause, yeah, because like after the. Yeah, after we done recording, I did mention like I'd probably be speaking to you guys because this was just yesterday that I spoke to him. So and he's like, "Oh, these guys are Scottish, right?" So I was like, "No, nah, they're based here in Australia." Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a few there's a few Scottish guys out there. That there are, are places, yeah. We're yeah. trying to convince them to get to to get start a bush bash over there, whatever that would be called. Yeah. Um, but um, no, it's, there's there's so many people out there doing some amazing stuff, and yeah. I, we're just trying to do a tiny little bit. Yeah. Um, okay. Whoever we can. Yeah. That's and it. yeah, like you guys got an awesome website. I'll yeah, I'll put the put all of that in the show notes. And yeah, thanks thanks for making the time again. And yeah, no, Tom, man. Oh, pleasure, man. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, thanks absolutely. for having us. Lovely to meet you, man. Yep. Thanks. Thanks again. Thanks, yeah. See ya. Bye. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. And if you enjoyed the show, all I ask is that you share it with one other person. And I also recommend that you use podcasting 2.0 apps like Breeze or Fountain FM. I'll link them down below. This will help you earn Bitcoin while you listen and it will also help support the show. Once again, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in the next one.